and welcome to the podcast. Uh, when I write my name on application forms, I have to write the word Ross. <laughs> and I'm Phil, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. And today, dear listeners, we're going to be catching up on some of the films hmm. that we have not spoken about because it, we're, we're a bit a bit hit and miss. Um, I've been, I was brutally ill for about a week and a half. Mm. It was horrid. I like, I didn't have COVID, but I had the, that kind of flu thing. But uh, but that's me. Anyway, Ross, how how are you, my friend? Are you good? It's been a bit of a weird weekend, <laughs> uh, which we won't which we won't go into. Which we can't um, go into. Um, you no, know, no, we can't go into. We literally uh, but, can't go into. No, it, but yes, other than that, other than that, <laughs> like, I guess fine. Uh, Jenny's been doing a lot of working uh, on films and TV and stuff, which is cool, great. Awesome. So I saw that she's voicing uh, an animated film that you guys are releasing. Yes. Yeah, so for for those who are interested, at the end of the month, we're releasing a film called Ricky Rhino, which is a family friendly, like kid. It's a kiddie animation uh <clears throat> with a conservation message nice. and uh jenny jenny plays the lead role of ricky rhino a young sumatran rhino and uh, uh veteran actor paul reynolds who people may remember from things like press gang and Trevor worlds of sport lo- lo- loads of stuff and uh, let him have it and stuff uh, he plays uh benny the duck who's like kind of like the narrator and kind of like wisecracking uh sidekick if you like and it's, Benny like, the it's a lot duck. of fun yeah it's a lot of fun like it's, it's i mean like, it goes by really quickly again it's not for everybody but it is a a, a very family friendly kid friendly uh, animation uh and it's got a really strong message of conservation which is nice without being too heavy-handed about it so that's kind of cool first of a trilogy uh oh, and okay. uh yeah yeah it's uh, yeah it's quite exciting times actually it's nice to, to be releasing a sort of a very family friendly movie uh, as much as we like genre, obviously, um, but it's, it's nice, sort of, you know, very, very, very mainstream and uh, a, very, a very sweet nature for you know, good heart. And hey, look, in these times, we all need um, some sweet times and some sweet natured movies. Absolutely. What... I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember when we get to doing um, uh, 31 films of Halloween, I'm actually trying to remember where we got up about to. About 14, <laughs> I think we're about halfway, I reckon. Oh, okay, that sounds. Bad. I think we're about halfway because we haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks, oh, so I reckon it gives us about yes. halfway. Yeah, actually, if I remember correctly, I think we got up to maybe Nightmare on Elm Street two or three, something like I that. I think that's exactly where we got up yeah. to. It was an yeah. Elm okay, Street. Good. So look, let's mm. <coughs> excuse me, still got a bit of a residual mm. cough. Let's kick off how we do every episode by talking about the last couple of films we saw old new whatever um now i'm gonna assume you haven't seen the eternals yet oh sorry eternals is that actually out now yeah it was out like friday oh. or thursday probably oh, well, Marvel. i guess i'd better see it this week then <laughs> that's the enthusiasm that i love so look for my Just for my most you. recent film and knowing you haven't yeah. seen it i'm going to talk about eternals yeah. i'm going to talk about it in broad strokes mm-hmm. right mm-hmm I so the same week I watched June and I watched Eternals and we'll talk about June because yes. uh, I know you've seen yes, that for sure um, absolutely. Uh, so what a diff. So June is a two-hour forty-minute film that felt to me like a ninety-minute movie. I've I've never I'm, been so engaged in a film. Right? I would I would say I mean I don't know about ninety minutes, but it definitely didn't feel long, which was yeah. a really pleasing. It was pleasing. Whereas Eternal was a, nah. an two hour and forty did it feel minute eter- movie. Did it feel eternal? Oh, at times it did. It did. Uh-huh. Look, okay. It, so I'm trying to write my review on this as we, as we speak, not literally as we speak. Um, mm. It's it's 
it paints on Marvel's biggest canvas, right? With celestials and, and all of this jazz, right? Mm-hmm. And it paints this, this huge picture. And it, it has some interesting characters, but not enough. Also, it and, tries to introduce 10 main characters, presumably. Oh, my God. Um, it it kind of doesn't. It kind of does the thing where it, it... But there is a lot of world... Even, like, a character that's in it for, like, a, you know, a little bit of time ends mm-hmm. up in one of the post-credit sequences being tied to the much wider... So, like, like almost everyone in this film ends up, like, being important. And the problem is it paints on such a white life canvas... It doesn't really have much action in it up until the end. And it's it's the first time I've kind of been a bit bored in a Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to caveat by saying I didn't hate it. I think it has a lot of things going for it. It's definitely Marvel's most interesting and unique film. Chloe Zhao was a kind of a a really interesting choice of director because obviously she did Nomadland and this, which you couldn't get more different. Um, So... I didn't hate it, and I'm kind of borderline on a on a high five, low six on this. Okay, but very borderline, and I can't. I I think just for the fact it it paints on such a large canvas, and it I'd rather a film shot for the moon and lot and missed. Yes, yes. It just needed yeah. to have less people standing around looking pensive. Um, uh, side note: I just don't get Richard Madden. I like outside of right, Game of yeah, Thrones. I know. I get it. Yeah. I just he just does nothing for me. Whereas Kit Harrington no. is brilliant. Kit Harrington's got charisma in a small role. He really does a good job. But Richard Madden just I find him really boring. I found him really boring yeah. in The Bodyguard as well. Um, mm. So I didn't hate it, but it's definitely lower third of my my like Marvel films. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I, I suspect I suspect that I'm going to find it. I don't want to feel this way. I suspect I'll find it excruciating. Yeah, I, and, I, and, I expect and, you're and without, without and without getting in and without getting into too. But again, I was surprised by Shane Chi, so I'm not, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. want to, you know, I don't. And and she is an interesting director, you know. I'm, there's there's there are reasons to potentially be like okay, except for again trailers. Now we again Shane Chi <laughs> trailers were, were I, you know, I'm, I'm saying like <laughs> they weren't great. They weren't bad, great. That's but but and we know that we liked that movie. Event. You know what I'm getting at. So yeah. okay, like I've, I've got to, I've, I'm going to see it. It's a Marvel film. I'm not remotely interested in seeing it. But that's I, the problem. I'm not. I'm yeah. not remotely interested in seeing it. That doesn't mean I won't. Maybe that sets my expectations suitably low. Well, so that when I see it, I go, "That was all right." You know. Yeah, and and that's kind of the that's so. kind of like. Um, <laughs> a couple of other films that I've seen recently, I had very low expectations um, and yes. they, they they tended to not. Um, and, and then just, I'll, I'll do my old film and then I'll, yeah. I'll, then you can do yours and we'll catch up on 31 yeah. Days of Halloween. Yeah. Um, my, the yeah. oldest old film I watched was, um, I finished off my run of Pierce Brosnan Bond films. Okay. Whew. Fuck me. See, yeah. <clears throat> I thought the, the World Is Not Enough was... Not as good as I remembered it. It's fair to say. Um, by it's a very, long... very me. It's me. It's super middling. Unfortunately, but, I like the opening. I remember yeah. liking the opening, but it's super middling. Unfortunately, but if I thought that was, oh, it, it's a real tie-up of which one I think was worse because Die Another Day is fucking awful. On so, so here's my levels. thing. So here's here's my thing. I think <laughs> Die Another Day is better because it's more memorable. 
Yes. Even if you don't like it. Like, and also, I stand by the fact that I think the first half of Die Another Day is actually pretty strong, like, no, enjoyable. This, so, enjoyable. And then it just goes right downhill. And it I read a review better. and it said, and, and it was a brilliant review because it said it starts off being licensed to kill and ends up being mm-hmm. a bad Moonraker. And I'm like, that's yeah, exactly I see that. it. And yeah, that, the final a, set piece is just awful, like awful, awful, but enjoyably awful because it's so and, bad. Yeah, and so it's really bad. I think you're right. I think that it's the world better, is just not enough. better because it's memorable. It's just better because yes. it's, it's better. And even the shitty theme song that people say is shit, I actually think that the montage of Die Another Day, but, but, uh, yeah. it's awful auto tuning, but the fact that he's being interrogated, <laughs> tortured, it's brutal. I actually think it's really, really good. Yeah, I think it's the great, song's terrible, actually. and it's still but I think terrible. It, but I think it works. To, but I think it works together in that scene of its time. It, I, I'm not going to say it's a good song. It's not a good song. No, but I don't know. I find I find the way it all goes together to not be reprehensible, which I know is weird because I know the song isn't good. Oh, no, but no, I think it, the way that there's a, there's context to it though, and I like that. Yes, I like that. and I agree. I. I hate the song. It works better yeah. in the film. The title sequence right. is brilliant. That whole opening's brilliant. Yes. The whole yes, Bond, it is. It is fantastic. Bond going a bit, bit like Pierce Brosnan becoming a bit more like Timothy Dalton. And it's it's like mm-hmm. it's really interesting. And then and then you get to like the moment Toby Stevens is introduced. Admittedly, yeah. the fight is fun, but the moment That's Toby Stevens great. is introduced. Great. The film takes mm. such a dramatic downturn. It is fucking yeah. ridiculous yeah, how it's quick embar- that film is. And it just it's ends in, it's just, but like uh, I, the moment I saw it, um, <laughs> I just remembered your comment back from when we watched it many, many years ago. <laughs> we went, oh, a Robocop outfit? <laughs> a Robocop outfit. Because it's, it's, it's absurd. He's like, I mean, he's it, like, looks, it looks so claggy. Do you know what it reminds me a little bit of uh, when you first see him in it? Is you remember Running Man when Jesse Ventura walks in? I'm not going to yeah. do it, like that. and it's wearing that awful clanky yes. arm. Like, like it looks clanky and stupid, and, and 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 like not fit for purpose, and like a joke. Like it looks so stupid. Yeah, that you just go, what were they? <laughs> what were they thinking? The whole but, film. But then that makes, but that makes it entertaining. No, it does. Looks, the the know, whole it, film. Does. It's just like from and that Halle point Berry onwards, is awful. Halle Berry is terrible in it. I, do you remember that whole the time? Did, like, the, yeah, the, the, the jinx. spin-off, and you're like, why would you do that? Why? I remember watching like, it go, why would you give her a spin-off movie when she's terrible in it? Like, uh, she's not interested. Rose Rosamund Pike, however, how good is she in it? Yeah, I, I quite like her in it. In it and she, yeah. She's great in it. Although, great weirdly, like, at the end, she's on a plane with, that's mm. commanding a laser from space with a mm-hmm. bunch of... she has swords. Of- but she's yeah. got swords in it. No, it's not even that, right? With a bunch of... With she a bunch does, of, she's got, No, no, she does. She's got with a, swords on that plane. With a bunch of Korean what? diplomats. And she's yeah. wearing, like, leggings yeah. and this weird black strap top. She looks unbelievably yeah. gorgeous. But, yeah, but you can't help but think, context. if she walks onto the bridge with, with Matey Boy in his Robocop outfit, a bunch of yeah. Korean soldiers... <laughs> And she walks on in this kind of white and black kind of sportswear outfit. You, like she'd just gone to like Pilates. You'd be like, I mean, yeah, I yeah. think you might have misread the room here a little bit, Rosamund. Yeah, what do you, yeah, where have you, where have you come so, from? Look. And, but also, but also just to say this again, there are swords on the plane. I know. Why, is there, why are there swords on the plane? Uh, why? It, it's, I mean, I'm happy. But no, no, I know, but you just kind of go... I, I like the fact, you're right, I like the fact is John Cleese is much better in this one than he was in the last one. He is. He is. He's still crap. In fact, in fact everyone, the one thing I'll say about it as well, and this is not really 
a reason to like the film is it feels like everyone's in on the joke a little bit no you're right it does Absolutely. it does feel like everyone's a bit in on the joke so- I've decided that when when me and Zoe have finished our run and, and we've 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 done Daniel Craig, so to speak, um, we're going to do a Bond special, right? And we're going to do our favourite Bond theme, our least favourite, yeah. our favourite right. Bond, our least favourite, and we're just going to break it down and go down H- a load H- of catch. Yeah, exactly, right. So we're going to sure, we're going to we're going to focus down deep and do a whole episode of Bond because I think now we both rewatched them. There's so yeah. much to unpack. Um, ultimately, if Pierce Brosnan had had like Daniel Craig films or Timothy Dalton films, yeah, he would have had a spectacular run. But as it well, was, Goldeneye, Goldeneye comes. Cl- that's what Goldeneye comes close to a does. Dalton film, in my opinion. It does. In my opinion, um, you but, could see Dalton in Goldeneye. Yeah, you could, you and you could Dalton see. You, I could, I could see Dalton in Casino Royale. I couldn't see Pierce Brosnan oh, in Casino yeah. Royale. No, I mean, no, you're right. You're <laughs> absolutely no, but you're right. I can see that too. <laughs> so that's anyway, good. so those are my those are my two films. Um, Ross, over to you, my friend. So, ignoring Halloween. What have you got for me? Um, what have you got for me? So, the newest... Oh, I don't know which one I want to talk about. Um, okay, so old film. Fuck, it's two, two of both, and I don't care. Because they're so <laughs> different. The most recent old film I saw was as, The Beverly Hillbillies from 1993. I was going to say, as you've had a bit of a week, I'll, I'll, I'll allow yes. it this week. Beverly Hillbillies from, from 1993. I won't allow that. Which I've never, what the fuck? I've never, I've, never I've never seen it. I've never seen it. It's a Penelope Spheris film. It's with, all right, uh, um, actually. Jim. Well, this is, so this is the weird thing, right? Because uh, Jenny came in about halfway through me watching it. And probably went, what the fuck no, are you what, doing? No, but she, no, 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 no. She saw it as a, no, she saw it when she was young and loved it. And it really okay. it kid, sort of Yeah, no, she really liked it. And I think if I'd seen it when it first came out, I would love it like I love things like Wayne's World to a degree. Yes. Because it's, it's, it, they're doing they're doing the characters. Yeah, right? and, and it's like, do you remember when they did the Brady Bunch reboot? And that yes, was like yes, well, it's fantastic. Very similar, very similar. Brady Bunch is much better, in my opinion, much better. Much but better. here's yeah, the yeah. thing. But here's the thing. I gave it five, because you know my roughly my category for five because because a few things first of all like a 94 minute film great and penelope serious there's class in penelope serious right yeah um but secondly the cast are all uniformly including rob schneider fantastic every single cast member is fantastic they're all playing the roles incredibly well jim varney as jeff clampett the fact they've got the original uh buddy is it buddy uh buddy epson it's yeah. as Barnaby Jones, which is really cute, as the character he played in this next TV show. That's really funny. <clears throat> Erica Reliniac, like every oh, and Cloris Leachman as grandma. I've got Erica Reliniac in it, yeah. Lily Tomlin, like the cut of Danny Coleman, the cast are 100% full committed, giving great performances. But the problem is the humour is a mixture of pretty fucking sweet, like like sweet-hearted, like sweet-natured, and like beyond cringe, and I hate using that word. And so it's a shame that I didn't watch it back in the day because I think I'd have more love for it. But I couldn't help just going, they're fucking great. The cast are fucking great all the way through it. You know what I'm getting at? They, uh, yeah, they yeah. Really, that's good they, to know. But the cast, yeah, they sort of bring you through it. It's a, a really <laughs> sweet-hearted family film. Anyway, so it's that. The, one, the, only, the only reason why I want to say a second one is because this week celebrated the 100th birthday of Charles Bronson. Uh, ch- motherfucking Charlie he been, Bronson. He would have been 100. This week, right? What? What? So killed, I watched, what, was it cancer that killed Bronson? I don't remember. I think it was just being Bronson. <laughs> it may it, well have been cancer. I mean, he died, he had a good run. He did not die young, you know. Let's have a I, quick look, actually. I, I know. I'm doing. I'm on it. I'm on it. He died. Okay. Well, if you, yeah. Death. Um. Uh, 
Uh, pneumonia, 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 and Alzheimer's. Because he was elderly. Yeah, because he was elderly. It cites respiratory failure. But he had a good. He had a good. He had, as I recall, he had a good run. Yeah, he had a damn. I mean, he was, mate. And he finished his career doing a load of canon films as well, which is just exactly. And they're all amazing. (laughs) They were amazing. So, and speaking of which, in January, the Prince Charles Cinema. Is showing on the big screen Death Wish 3 from oh. a 35 mil print booking tickets, and it's being introduced by Alex Winter. Oh, because Alex Winter, Alex oh. Winter is over in London for three days promoting loads of it. Like he's doing, they're doing a Bill and Ted double bill, they're doing all sorts of stuff. Oh, so, mate, so day? that is essential. So, January the 8th is Death Wish 3. So, if you want to book your ticket, let me know. Uh, and uh, but then, but so it's for weekend. That's the last day, so the two days before that. I, the I irony is, I'm actually in London that day seeing Mary Poppins, but I don't know if I'll be able well, to dump my family to, to knock uh, to to come. Uh, we'll talk about it off air. We'll talk about it off air. Let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so. So the film I watched to celebrate his birthday was Hard Times, the Walter Hill directorial debut, 1975. Walter Hill's first film as a director, a street fighting movie, and it is absolutely spectacular. James Coburn, Charles Bronson. Uh, Strother Martin, where is it? there's loads of like great 70s actors in it. Uh, the fights are fantastic still. Yeah. There's no music, there's no music over the fight scenes, by the way. It's just Foley. And oh, it, wow. it, 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 by the way, Bronson was 53, had the body of an Adonis, like just looked <laughs> incredible. And I, I watched the um the, the UK Blu-ray, which has loads of spe- like interviews and special features and stuff. It's super, it's yeah, Eureka, you know, Masters of Cinema type. Yeah, yeah. What an incredible film! If you haven't seen Hard Times, it's just terrific. I am terrific. I have to say, like, like Bronson has has been in like one of my top ten movies of all time. Has always been The Great Escape. Mm -hmm. It just, I just find it the most. I, I just find it like the best version of, of like, like, epic cinema. It's like Mm -hmm. the cast, the just the way it's put together. And yeah. Bronson in that is fan fucking tastic. He's so he good. He is, and, and and the, de- the Dirty <coughs> Dozen as well. And the Dirty Dozen, yeah, another great film. The, like, I think the Great Escape in in the pantheon of movies just doesn't get enough fucking respect. I just that's think, because it's become just. I think that's because it's become a, just a staple of like Christmas, if you know what. I, mean. I, I think it was or that period or, where it was on, or, or Easter or whatever. You know, yeah, it used to be on every bank holiday, or, didn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's that's just because got, it's that's because it's amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like, hold on, do we want that on every bank holiday, or do we want Transformers: Age of Fucking Extinction on every right, bank holiday? Exactly. I know which one I'd rather that. sit and waste three hours yeah. on. Um, yeah. And it doesn't feel that long. Time. No, it it's doesn't. a film that doesn't feel that long, even though you know it. Just Honestly, I've said so. I read the book. I mean, it's going slightly off piece, but there's a book by that that loosely the film is based off, right? Loosely, right? The book, yeah. by the way, is fascinating. I picked it up from a boot fair for like five p, and it is one mm. of the best books I've ever read because it's basically the guy's story about the Great Escape right. that was yeah. there, and he tells this story, and like, there's so much more to the story than what the what you see in the film like there's loads of stuff that happens afterwards um and obviously loads of stuff that doesn't happen at all uh like like hilts for example was just a complete fabrication but yeah (laughs) i have said that there is the an amazing six part like mini series in that film oh i'm sure that's true like a netflix show sort of yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah. just a six part one and done 
Great Escape miniseries. I mean, technically not one and done because I think the guy then got caught again, like like with a like the Battle of Britain. I think there's something else that happened to him. So he's a very unlucky bloke, um, or very lucky, depending on it. Um, but yeah, so I I just always thought it was just like there was a an amazing six part miniseries based on that whole story that would kind of retell what actually happened uh, as opposed to the the Great Escape film, which is, you know, a virtually a complete fabrication other than some people escaped from a prison. Um, but it, great book, but just if you get the time, it's fantastic. Ooh. But I got off piece. Got it, let's crack yeah. on to the so new film. Two, so the new film, okay, so it's two, and very brief, because if, <laughs> if, if you haven't seen them, I don't want to talk about them. Yeah, it's just, I've seen them. So Jim Cummings' new film, The Beta Test, uh, the guy who did this, the Wolf of Snow Hollow and Thunder Road. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. If you like him, if you like him at all, it's an extraordinary film. He directed uh, it. Oh, a vicious a satire exposing movie. Hollywood's creepy agents. I'm yeah, in on it's that. Really, it is really, really good. Jenny likes it a lot, as well. and I will say, it, you can't always follow everything that's going on. There, there's some sort. There's a sort of the way it's structured, but I don't mean that in a negative way. It's a genuinely engaging, tension-filled <laughs> film. Like it's it's ex- and very very funny. But those moments in Wolf Hollow uh, where like he'll burst, you know, the most kind of like unexpected yeah, yeah, yeah. left hand. There's similar, in no way the same, but just that sort of edit, that kind of crackling energy, and it's um it's very very interesting film and very 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 good like i gave it an eight it's a very i'm good on film. it i'm gonna because be you won't have seen you haven't seen anything like it like you might be able to compare it to things like sharks a little bit whatever there's a couple of films maybe but it's a very uh it's faster and his performance and I, I will get to this when we talk about 30 days 31 films of halloween because whatever you think of halloween kills jim cummings fucking amazing in it he's in the flashbacks as the one of the cops yes and he's Fucking superb! In it. Oh, so, we will definitely talk I, about that film. I have a very specific take on Halloween Kills, which I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think there's almost a comparison with Dune, somewhat, because it sort of depends on what they do in the next film, mm. whether it will pay I, off. So or I not. have an issue with this, right? And I'm, I was gonna—I knew we were going to talk about mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Like, I—I I don't think you can judge a film based on like it's almost like saying oh, when listen, the listen, the I'm, with, I'm with you yeah no I'm, I, listen, I, I think you're right you shouldn't have to worry about another film I, I'm, I'm with you a good but film I is think, a good film I think and a I, bad film I is agree. Halloween Kills I agree but when we get to talk about like the Dune thing if they, if part two doesn't pay off then part one is a lot of build up for nothing and, and I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed it. so that's kind of what I'm getting at like, like I still yeah. like that film a lot a lot but if part two doesn't do what it's supposed to do, it yeah, anyway, let's I'm just saying, and I think and I think something can be said for Halloween kills on that. Uh, oh, but not in such a but not in such a uh what's the word, a subtle sort of word like we'll, I, talk I, I, we'll about we'll that get, one, Ross. We'll get to it. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get to it. <laughs> so go so ahead, the, the second film, new film. Yeah, and, and only because it's a much more well-known film is Last Night in Soho. Okay, yeah, cool. I've seen that. So have let, you, let's talk about it. Oh, you that. have watched it. Okay. Okay, so just very quickly. So Jenny and I saw it together. <laughs> we saw it at Pitch House Central. So it was wonderful to go back to Pitch House Central. The right place to be watching it. And it was incredible to, dare I say, recognise so much of Soho. Yes. <laughs> Which is interesting. Although they did seem to be this weird tendency that they kept calling it North London. There was a whole North London, South London thing. That was a very funny joke. It was a funny joke, but it, you started to think, what are they? Where do they think they are? Like, that's a bit weird, but it was a funny. Considering it's done by a Brit, he didn't seem to understand what, well, where London kind of, was. <laughs> well, yeah, 
It's I weird. Know, so, so there's a little bit of that. Now, here's the thing. Let's get, let's do really, really broad strokes. Uh, visual style and soundtrack, incred- like just oh, incredible. Oh, the music. Just incredible. Incredible. Oh, it's so good. Uh, incredible. That, that yeah. Uh, um, um, the, the, George, the thing that George Harrison covered, I thought George Harrison wrote. Uh, it's going to take patience and time to, yeah, do yeah. It, to do it. That song was absolutely incredible. Um, okay, so is that. I think it had an incredible first hour, and then I think the final act was actually terrible. Oh my god! Like, so like terrible are... anime and a total mess. But the first hour was incredible. And I'm exactly incredible. the opposite to you. I mm. I actually got to the thirty minutes in, and I was bored. I was actually bored until Anya Taylor Joy turned up. By the way, Thomasine McKenzie, from, I'm sure she's... She's in it from the beginning. Kind of, but when she kind of properly yeah. turned up. So right, Thomasine okay, McKenzie, so. I I uh, like her. What's she feeling? Because I, I don't know. Uh, she, 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 fuck, I will look it up. Because um, I don't but, know. <laughs> but she has been in a couple of films. I like her. Okay. I absolutely could not work out what her performance was in the first 40 minutes of this film. I could I, not work out we, if she was being badly yes. directed... Or it, yes. or if it's just some very bad accent, but I'm just like she's almost so meek and so mild. I wanted mm-hmm. to grab her and go and shake her, which you yes. should never do, people, and just go right. for fuck's sake. How have you survived in life this far? I and well, so this was this was now okay. You can sort of say that London is like the big grind. Like she's been very innocent and lived in like you know a red roof, and oh, she was in old, much, which which is. Which is oh, I haven't seen and Jojo Rabbit. I, I've got a, she's she's a girl oh, yeah, she's in Jojo, Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit in the loft. Yeah, I barely I barely remember. But, Spoiler okay, alert. She's, yeah. Um, okay, fair enough. But not really. Her, after a while, her accent became incredibly difficult to to empathise with. I don't know. She just seemed so stupid at times. The police oh. station bit right. So so it definitely went downhill from the police station. The police station was awful. And the thing that we couldn't understand without being too spoilery is. The female cop who was great, who yes. started to say we're going to look at, I thought that was actually going to be something. It went nowhere. And then we never, we never see her again. No. And we've got to say the, the boyfriend character. Now, good actor, I think. Yeah. There comes a point where you just go. There comes a point. Well, but I mean, no, but like I thought he was quite. Uh, Jenny disagreed with me, but I sort of thought he was quite relatable. I don't know how to explain that. I found him relatable, not in terms of his behaviour. No, I liked so, him. Uh, yeah, I found him relatable. Point, I didn't like his performance, though. Right, again. okay, that's fair. So so there came a point where we were just like, why is he still hanging out with her? Why is he still interested in her? She's given him no reason to be interested in him at all. She keeps backing him off. He's been super, nothing but nice. There's the moment in the flat, which is great, the scary moment. Yeah, yeah. When he, now, that moment is actually very good and upsetting. But at that point, after that point, why would you ever talk to her again? Or, or why would you not be saying to the university or college, you need to get a counsel on her? And then there's the moment when he stops her doing that thing to Jocasta, the yes. thing with the scissors. At which point, at which point, the college should either expel her or put her in for psychiatric counselling. Yes. He should absolutely have nothing to do with her again. <laughs> he then offers to drive her to Cornwall and then gets stabbed. Am I bright? I'm sorry, too many yeah, points, yeah. but I'm like, and at the end, he's just at a fashion show clapping. And I'm like, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> sorry. I'm really sorry. You need to do a bit of explaining. You need to, you need to have a, a scene with where the college goes, oh, God, you've been under this, all this awful... It, you know what I mean? It feels like can't go there's to 20 that. minutes missing. Yeah, and, and, but, and yeah, it still feels too long. But weirdly, like, it just, 
So I was also, the opposite the way, to you. Happens, I love. What happens to the bully? What happens to the main bully at the end as well? Because I didn't see the main bully, the one who she nearly stabs. No, she disappears pretty much from that point onwards. What the fuck? Like it's, what the fuck? It's a messy film. It's, messy. Um, it's really the end but, is. But I thought the beginning was. I honestly thought the first hour where you're kind of being drawn in and, 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 and into <laughs> these visions and all of that stuff. And by the way, Diana Rigg, incredible. Yes. Incredible. I'm willing to bet she gets nominated for posthumous BAFTAs and yes. you know, whatever. Oh my and god, Diana, Diana Rick great. was great. Just... And by the oh. way, Jenny, Jenny guessed the twist way before I did. Oh, I'd see I did. So usually I'm good at this, I did. Right? I suspected I... I suspected something, yeah. but I didn't guess the she got it way before, like I, way before. I a hundred percent are usually pretty good at spotting stuff. And mm. and I I didn't I, I didn't until until there was a reveal around Terence Stamp. Yeah, he was. Oh, by the way, he was incredible. He was and great, thing, right? Matt Smith. Matt Smith was superb, but he just disappeared. Like, they just have him in little moments yeah. from about, what, 40 minutes in? What a big loss. He was so <laughs> yeah. interesting. It's so, so and, really, and I thought Terrence, I thought Terrence Stamp was going to be Matt Smith as well. Yeah, yeah. I did I, think that. Spoiler alert. That was quite clear. Yeah, yeah. No, but I thought he was. Yeah. So, so I, I like I said, I was a bit, I was quite bored by the first thirty minutes. But then, as you That's got drawn more into Soho, drawn more into London, yes, yes. drawn yes. more into what was going on, I got more and more engaged in the film. And it's like a roller coaster, right? If you if you start a roller coaster with the biggest like part of the ride, the rest of it feels a bit boring and nothing ever will, will hit that. Because for me, I wasn't a great fan of uh, Thomas McKenzie at the beginning. I didn't particularly right. like her accent. I didn't particularly like no. how she was acting. After a while, it becomes, after a while, so the it scene softens. of the police station, right? Right, well, but here's the thing, the scene of the police station, now this probably was intentional, but she's so yokely. she's so like, but I'm just a, a quiet, a, like, shut up. Yeah. Is that no one? Like you don't understand. No you don't understand like how, you don't understand, and also you don't understand how insane you sound. I know. Like you don't. No one's, <laughs> and no one's kind of refer. Like no one's referencing that. Like and I was the, just like I they just literally should have difficult. just committed her at that point. Oh, just so, so at least got an actual count, or at least literally said, "Yeah, the wrong people to speak to, and we're just going to bring this woman in to talk to you for a while." It was just insane. It was just insane. But really, as the film went on, I kind of liked her more and more and more. Um, and then I was completely, completely bowled over by her by the end. Um, probably from about the point where she does her hair, I, I started to really. I loved. Oh, I loved all that. I, I loved the transformational stuff. But for me, it was that last half. I, probably, I, loved, I don't I loved, know exactly. The police station was. I just, I just had enough. I loved how, and I'm not a fan of kind of Jallo horror films. I never really have been. Oh, but... oh no, I liked, I liked all that stuff. The, the stuff of the. That amazing shot with the knife going down and going down, and you see her eyes. I thought that was incredible. That was incredible. Like um, the yeah. visuals. Like so, so I, I think I, I think I've done the opposite, exact opposite to you. I, I didn't like mm. the beginning. I, I loved how it ended. So I gave it a seven. I'm pretty happy with that because I think actually for me, I really enjoyed it and I really liked yes. it by the end of it. And I think visually, the like I think I'm going to say this and I'm going to get some incredible. stick yeah, of this. Visually, it's incredible. Yeah. But I also think that. That Edgar Wright uses music better than any other director today. Well, him and Tarantino together. No, I think I think he uses it better than Tarantino. I think he even uses it better than Scorsese. Definitely. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Like, but, I think, but he is, but he is very good. But you look at look at Baby Driver, and you look at this, mm. right? Look at how he interweave. Oh, it's just the yeah, the no, way he uses music is. Perfect. And I will say, 
regardless of my opinions of the final act, I just think once you get all that fire, that's kind of boring. Like all of that stuff is kind of boring to me. I found all that kind of boring. Um, I, I, like I should have been like scared for her. Do you know what I mean? But I yeah. just, I just, I've ever been the epilogue I just thought was so just absurd. Um, yeah, we knew you could make it. I thought it was going to be some weird hallucination. Spoilers. In the silence. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, no, you're um, completely right. But, 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 there's a lot to enjoy in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, oh, like, I... a lot to enjoy. And I will see it again because I'm curious to see if things settle a bit more for me. And it's you know a what cinema I mean? film through and through, right? It is a cinema film. Oh, seeing it in pictures, seeing it in Soho. <laughs> Jenny was saying herself, the amount of stuff that she knows personally about Soho, like Bridge Street and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, and she was in a little scene in it as well, which is another thing. But, um, but... Oh, was she? she? Yeah, just in like one of the scenes at Bridge like, oh, Street. Nothing. Cool. You, would, you wouldn't blink and miss but you know but still great like still great um but um but like having that knowledge of the area that's interesting you know what i mean like like, yeah. like that, it oh, kind no, of makes always... you feel more you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make you feel more draw, drawn in you know Do you remember when you see like you see yeah. stuff that was shot in brighton and we used to of watch stuff shot, and yeah. you, you go oh my yeah. god i know that right and i yeah. like i yeah. still go to brighton yeah. i still every time i i walk past quadrophenia quadrophenia alley i smile right of course, like every yeah. time it makes yeah. me smile every time because it's it's a yeah. film I love. Um, it's a moment, and it's, yeah. yeah, there's a moment. Uh, cool. Okay, well, look, let's go through 31 Days of Halloween. We'll go through it quickly, yes. but there's obviously yes, one very film much. we want to talk about it in a little bit more detail. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit yeah. Okay, little so bit. if we say, if we're assuming it's from the 14th-ish, so we, we, I'm sure we talked about the two Nightmare on Elm Streets. Yep. Uh, but, I, but I think I said Halloween 2018, I think. Yes, uh, yeah. We, Adam's Family 2, the animated movie, really loved Yes, that. you talked about that, no, yeah, because you said that you okay. like that. No One Lives, which is incredible still, the, Lee, the Luke Evans film. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely superb. The Fright Night remake, which is terrific still. Uh, yes. David Tennant. Loved it. And, and Colin Farrell's very sick. I, mean, I, I don't know. Um, so these ones I'm positive. Oh, uh, Colin Farrell, about. I would. Yeah, brilliantly. <laughs> um so the ones I'm positive we haven't spoken about yet. Hold um, on, I don't think I've seen No One Lives. Really? You must. So see I've just no gone to IMDb and there isn't. I've not rated it on IMDb. Don't look at. Don't look at any reviews and don't look at any because there's a few spot like even like <laughs> in the first five ten minutes make go holy shit. I bet 100. percent I'm going to watch it now and go. Oh, I actually have seen it and I just forgot to rate it. It's um, it's excellent anyway. Like it's excellent anyway. It's I will, really um, great. I it's am very intense. Uh, trying to find it now. Cool. All right, carry mm. on. So, before I remember, so these ones I'm positive we haven't spoken about yet, but again, I'll just buzz through them. Um, now, I'd never seen this before, the 1981 Toby, Hoop, to- Toby Hooper film uh, for Funhouse. Oh, I've not seen that either, is, I don't think. It's really great. It's because the, uh, the, um, the Action Boys podcast did it for their Halloween stuff. Oh, okay. And it's really, it's much more creepy and interesting than you think it's going to be. It's just, you know, a slasher film in a fun house. But there's a lot more going on in it. It's, it's yeah, it's really interesting. I can't really do clowns, mate. They fucking freak me well, out. Well, there's no, there's no clowns in it. It's more, more monster stuff. It's, <laughs> it's interesting. Um, now, the remake of 13 Ghosts, which is unbearable, 20, the 2001 film, you know, with um, oh, Dark a, Ship and House of... I'll take a fucking hard left on that one, yeah. Have you ever seen it? Because it is 
absolutely awful. Hard left for me on that one, my friend. Terrific film from last year called Vicious Fun uh, about a movie critic, a movie critic who accidentally walks into a, like a Alcoholics Anonymous for serial killers. (laughs) hold on that that sounds very similar to a a film that someone we know made uh is it i'm sure i remember um talk about i talked about it later it never got released okay oh so wait i think i know the thing you're talking about well they also (laughs) had a table like a kitchen table uh outside of a park or something no, no, this is... Well, I don't know. I, I, I watched it too long ago. Anyway, okay, let's, let's, let's not get too inside so, but baseball. It's, but it's yeah. a ter- <laughs> terrific film, really funny. It's got some okay. like David Ketchner. It's got some people you recognise in it. It's a really, really good I'll movie. I'll give it a go. Really good movie. Uh, then, we, then we did Tucker and Dale versus Evil, because Jenny nah, and I both love that movie. Uh, Wolf, which I still think is superb. Oh, the, the Jack Nicholson film. Superb. Yeah, I think it's superb. Still. My only memory of that is when yeah. he pisses on, pisses pisses on the guy on in James the urinals. It's brilliant. James Spader, yeah. <laughs> it's really, really great. It holds up incredibly well. Which is ironic because at the time it was cat, it was shit, it was shitted on from a great height, right? I don't understand that at all. I think it's true. Mike Nicholson, <laughs> Mike Nicholson it was superb. Um, so the original, well, I say the original, the 1991 Adams Family, which is them. incredible incredible still yeah, would film. not get made today would not get made today uh then we have halloween kills let's skip back to that after i just do the last few yeah so halloween kills then there was come to daddy the elijah wood film from a year <laughs> or so ago yeah really good really good really upsetting film uh adam's family values still terrific them. uh right <laughs> now the last few the last few are interesting uh i'll do it in reverse order weirdly so the very last one I did was Books of Blood, which was a bit mediocre. Oh, the Clive, the Clive Barker one. Yeah, it's a bit mediocre, but it wasn't bad. It's on, it's either on Amazon or Netflix. I, um, oh, no, no, sorry. No, 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 it's on Disney+. Plus. No, it's on Disney+. Plus. I don't it's understand like, how, like, like, Clive Barker's work is very hard to adapt, but... Transgressive yet, as hell. Yeah, but yet, no one seems to do it well. Like, because this is the second... No. Books of Blood movie because there was another one that came yes, out just after Ten Dead Men because um, Doug that. was involved in it. Yes, and I vaguely remember thinking it was okay. It's very very low budget, but I seem to recall it's quite effective in places. Yeah, um, um, I, I'll and, be honest. I, I don't like. I love Clive Barker's stuff, but I'm so bored of seeing bad adaptations of it. So here's the thing: I think it's mediocre, but I will say the story in the middle, which had Anna Friel and someone else, was actually pretty effective like really yeah. effective in fact it's just it's kind of and by the way i wouldn't say don't watch it but it will leave you it is lacking unfortunately but, but <laughs> the middle story is the middle story feels like almost like an episode of creep show clive barker style right. what a better way of saying it like yeah it does it i i think it tells it really really well and it's creepy and stuff okay. and the rest of the film is fine it's just not it just doesn't have those highs now back going backwards so uh, the second to last film, and I know that this film isn't a good film, but I love it. I love it. It's uh, Valentine, the David Boreanaz film. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love it because I really love the ending. I think the ending is terrific. And the cast is good. The cast is good, uh, but it is obviously a fairly tame slasher movie, right? Yeah. But yeah. I really, and I oh, think like, that's like, why I like it. Is you could, anyone could watch it. You know what I mean? You could watch it's it. It's like a PG-13 be... type horror, isn't it? It's like, it's yeah, it's a little fucking... bit more than that. It's a 15, I think it's a 15. But but it is relatively tame and it is kind of bitchy and silly. Yeah. But it but it's but it's perfectly watchable. Uh, Boreanaz is really good at it, probably. And, and the misdirected at the end, the lot. The fu- I really think it's got a great ending. Um, 
And so the third to last film, the reason I've done this is just, it's such a strange film. It's called Uninvited from 1988, and I'd never heard of it before. Uh, I watched it for um, the How Did This Get Made podcast, just because, you know, and, if it, and again, I tried to make the 31 films of Halloween, like, try and watch things you haven't seen before. Yeah. Well, you know, like, do that as well, as well as watching franchises. And stuff. It's a 1988 film starring George Kennedy uh, and Alex Cord, who was in uh, um, uh, oh, fucking hell, Airwolf. For, for yeah, Airwolf. I think I've seen this many years Have ago. Have you? Yeah, I'm Jesus pretty sure Christ. I've seen because this is it's this is peak. A, it's a this is peak. Cat. Yeah, this is peak Phil watching horror films. Right. Where I used to get like oh, all man. the fucking like like oh, the man. most like shittiest horror films in the world. And I used to love, and occasionally you'd find like an absolute gem like Ticks, right? Which I still right, think yeah, to this Ticks day is, is fucking phenomenal. Is uh, it, but, um, is, um, is Seth Green in that? I feel like Seth Green is in it as a kid Ooh, or something. Don't know. Um, but then anyway, every so often like? you, you come across something like the the un, like uninvited and, and you're just like, what the actual right. fuck? It's absolutely insane. It's about a cat that escapes from a laboratory. <laughs> it's like a mutant cat. And it somehow gets its way onto a boat, basically by some people going onto the boat, like some teenagers. Yeah, of course. The story around it is insane. It just The story about this boat is so funny. I can't. I can't. But this mutated cat then kills... People on the boat, <laughs> and it's a cat. It's a normal cat, but then the cat's mouth opens, and another cat comes out of it. It's all fucked up, and that's the cat that kills them. Can't believe I'm saying it out loud, and it is absolutely amazing. But by the way, the company that made it was called Amazing Pictures. <laughs> so the very first thing that it says, <laughs> "Oh my god," an, an amazing pictures presentation. It's like, whoa. That's that's Whoa. a bar. That's a bar, isn't it? That's a bar. Unbelievable. Anyway, it is. If you haven't seen it, it's absolutely amazing because you <laughs> okay. just won't believe. You just won't a cat, a, a, a puppeteer with a cat on its hand. That's it's like genius. savaging people. It's um, amazing. So we have about <laughs> kind of seven or eight minutes left of this episode, and we have okay. to cover off. June, oh, Halloween, Halloween kills, kills, Halloween kills and Venom. Yeah. So let's just quickly do, do that. Let's just quickly do Venom. Let there be carnage. You spoke about it last yep. time, so we don't need to go into too much yep. detail. I really enjoyed no, it. I didn't enjoy it. it as much as you, but I it's super it. stripped down. It's like it's like fucking so lean. It is ridiculously lean. It's like there's like eight characters in it. Yeah, and it's um, you don't notice that you don't notice that there's like eight characters in it. No, and it's fun. It, it it is it is fun. I think the CGI is really bargain basement in it. Weirdly, um, but, I think it's better for the first. It's better for the first one though. But I I did like the ending though the po- the post credit though mm-hmm. which I think sets up some yes. very interesting conversations. Yes, that was amazing. That was extraordinary. I thought that, the whole audience reacted really well to that. Yeah. So so it's good. It was it was really really good. Um, I didn't like as much as you, but I did like it. So let's get on to Halloween Kills quickly. Um, yes. I I I gave this a generous generous five out of 10. And the reason it's not four out of 10, which is kind of where it should be, maybe even a three out of 10, because the film itself is a fucking, is trash. It is terrible. However, it's got some awesome kills in it and it really is quite bloody. And for that, being that that is the raison d'etre of horror films, of slasher horror films, I'm kind of okay with that. So I gave it a five. It's probably a four Maybe a three because it is. I don't terrible. think it's that bad. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that bad. It's. I think so, so, so bad. But I didn't I'll love. Use, no, I don't the think reboot I don't think so. either. 
I don't know, but I really like the reboot. But here's the thing. There's a few things. I'll just make <laughs> some comments. There's an issue with the fact of how little Jamie Lee Curtis is in the film, but... And what she but, does when she's in it. But, no, well, but... What doesn't do. People, people forget that Halloween 2, she spends 80 minutes of that film in a coma. She's hardly in Halloween. People forget that in Halloween 2, she's hardly in it until the end. And when you do see her, she's basically asleep. I, I'm just now. I'm not saying that that makes this good. I'm just <laughs> saying that people, Halloween, but Halloween two is a great movie. Yeah, Halloween two is good. Halloween two is really good. So there's that. I'm just saying that. And when she finally gets active in Halloween Kills, which is really in the end, and this is where I'm getting to. And again, I appreciate this shouldn't be the how we judge the second movie, but. Let's see where we go in the third film because it's no, kind of setting it up for that final. No, I, 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 no, can't, no, no, I can't. To me, Halloween, Halloween Kills is like the Empire Strikes Back of, of Star Wars. At the moment. But, but the difference because, is Empire Strikes because, Back no, is a phenomenal movie. No, but, there's, no, but there's, there's some other stuff to consider here. The cast are really, really good. The flashbacks were excellent for the 70s, but for inclusion of Donald Pleasant. Yeah, that was good. Very, very clever. Very, very clever. The music is incredible. The score, the visuals, all that stuff. The kills are fantastic. Here's some other things to, to value highly in the film. I think Anthony Michael Hall was fantastic in it. Really great. I loved, what I lo- one of the things I loved about it was, and it took me a while, this kind of came to me almost later. One of the things that slasher films don't do well when these characters become seem to become more than human is explain how that happens. So yes. like in, 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 with Jason, he becomes superhuman in part six, right? Basically. He becomes, <laughs> when he's struck he, he, he by comes back to, He comes back to life by a strike. But what I'm saying is that's not a good explanation, but we just take it as reading. And remember, that was the first one I ever saw. Yeah. So I just thought, all right. Now, <laughs> what I like about Jamie Lee Curtis in, in this movie and how it builds, because you just go, how is this going to work? While the town, there's like, what, 30 or 40 people surrounding Michael with weapons. While that's happening, and while they're beating him down and smashing him and shooting him and all sorts of stuff, right? There is this whole story that she's telling about how the fear is feeding him. Yeah. yeah. And, at the, and, how the, and, and how it makes him, into, and how it's making him into something more than human. And you're right. And as she's telling, as she's telling that story, the fact that see, I could, I did not predict what was going to happen during that sequence. I thought he was going to like die, and then we'd see him the next time. Or so, do you know what I mean? Or it, it turns out it wasn't Michael, yeah. someone with like gaffer whatever it was. The fact that as she talks about him rising in power, he gets up and kills 35, 40 people, and blew my mind. Like, like and you're, it took do you know me a while what? to come to that. You're right. It took me a while to come to that. But that makes no sense. Because just because she said, no, it does. Right? It, it does. No, no, no. You're right. It doesn't. It doesn't make. Yeah, <laughs> and right. The other the issue with it this film. How can she? How can she know that? Yeah, how and the other issue that? with this film but is I thought it's amazing. It like it tries to do two different things. It tries to be this kind of like this take on the the Trump, like th- that whole kind of people rising up, getting it wrong, yeah. killing an innocent. Yeah. Like yeah. that stuff's actually interesting. And if the whole film oh, had that been sequ- that, that sequence, that sequence with the with the the patient, the guy. Yeah, in the corner was really upsetting. But if that, also the fact that they kill, also the fact that they kill a very central character. Yeah, was but if, very if, if that to me. if that whole sequence had been about that, fine. A film had been based on that, fine. But weirdly, like all Michael does is he just walks basically in a straight line to go back to his house, 
but doesn't really, but kind of stops to kill people on the way, but doesn't really. The whole film makes no sense. There's no narrative. I didn't have a problem. I didn't, I didn't have, no, I, I don't think that's true. No, I don't think everything true. outside of the kills is really boring. It doesn't, no, like the first so. film was so. so interesting, the karaoke, at least. The karaoke, the karaoke night was really, I just thought all of it was good. Also, the kill on the boyfriend was incredible. Like I said, the kills, really can't upsetting. fault them. Can't fault yeah. the kills. Brilliant. Brilliant. Everything else, it is an absolute trash of a movie that really so. is worse than so. probably. I don't think. I don't think it's trash. I don't think it's trash. It's Halloween. It's Rob Zombie's Halloween Two to me, where it just makes no sense. Know. It's not interesting, no. but it has a few nice kills. I don't um, think that's. I don't think that's true. But but like I said, I have to caveat what I'm saying a little bit with. And like I say, you're right. It shouldn't rely on. It shouldn't rely on this. But if it does build to an incredible, fir- if it if it, it does, won't make any difference. Then I, I will, no, it will. It will somewhat because I feel like also, I'll be a bit vindicated in thinking that. And also, the moment they announced it was a trilogy, the middle movie made yeah. no sense. It, no well, one cares. Right? Somebody, somebody, somebody doesn't no, make you, sense. How does, no, how does it go? But you don't care because nothing significant will happen in that second movie. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to survive to the last one. You know, because it's it's right. Well, well, I mean, you say, I mean, yes, you know, right. Michael. In, so in hindsight, you say that Michael has to, yeah. So, but no, but I, you just knew she would. So, so how about this, right? How about Michael Myers dies in number one, and actually dies, but then her or her kid, or someone else, for some reason, takes on the mantle of Michael because of the psychological well, that's, damage. That's something that could, that's something that could happen still. But it won't. So I don't. I don't because know. Well, number I don't know. three will just be let's chase down the let's chase down the guy who's walking in a straight line to kill people. I don't again. know. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't think it can. Well, well, I've been listen, watching slasher that, films. If it is, if it is, but if it is that, then yes, there's a problem. But I don't. I don't think the second film was just that. If, I think it was a. I think the problem is, is it is a bridging film. I think that is a problem. I can't. I'm not going to lie. I think that is a problem. But the more I think about it, the more I think. But again, if it works in the third film, it's worth it. But I. But I relate this a little bit to Dune because if Dune two, if Dune two is more set up, there's trouble. So right, because no, I really liked. Would, I really liked. I really liked Dune, but that could be really problematic. Would the outcome of the two towers? made the Fellowship of the Ring better or worse. Um, and I don't think it makes any difference at all. No, I think no, I think it does make it better because Fellowship of the Ring is an awful lot of I remember coming out of that film the first time going, what the fuck? Except really? for the final little fight except for the final little fight with Boromir guys. You're not a fan of those this type of cinema slow. though. You're not a sci-fi what, what, what do you mean this no that's not true. That's not that's got nothing to do with it. No, no but it has like like I literally came out of like the Fellowship of the Ring and I was like that was a an amazing movie. It doesn't matter that it no. ends because you know, like June starts off saying part one. Okay, I know what I'm yeah. getting right. I know that this is going to stop at some point. But Fellowship of the Ring, we, but we, but we, but we know Lord of the Rings. No, but thing. exactly. So, so, but so I. Then, so you so judge it on its own. You judge the film on its own merit. And if Two Towers has been shit, like all three Hobbit movies were bad, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. I, sure. I don't. If if one had been, if the second one had been a good film it wouldn't have made the first yeah. one any better the third one had been a good no. film it wouldn't have made the other two any but, better but, but they're all, all three films are being made by the same person so who would have you know what I mean you kind of go it's probably all going to be roughly the same like all three well, Lord of the Rings films <coughs> barring the end of the third film sort of thing are all really great so so but anyway that's, like, in, hindsight, I mean, that's we don't, in hindsight that's we don't kind of in hindsight yeah we don't have a huge amount of time to talk about it but I'm going to come out and just say straight out there I think June's going to be my film of the year this year because I've not seen anything 
this year, I, I've said this before, I've been quite disappointed in, in the cinema this year. Mm. It's been all very, eh, it's okay. Like Suicide Squad yeah, was good. Sure, um, nobody was a yeah. great film, but in any other yeah. year, it would have been, it wouldn't have made my top three, I don't think. I think June, nobody would be my top, certainly my top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment. So June, hands down, is something that I've not seen in cinema or felt in cinema for forever, really. Certainly not the Star Wars films that came out and the no, sequels. Of course not. No, of course. Probably not since, I don't know, I, probably not since Lord of the Rings, right? Where I saw a film that, that, that fundamentally so successfully created its own universe, um, had yeah. interesting characters, was yeah. stunning to look at. Absolutely, the production design and it's the... stunning. It is stunning. I will say, <coughs> and, and, and not to sound trivial, the word brown comes to mind. But They're it, on a but sand it was, planet, dude. No, I know, I know, I know. But still, two hours and forty-five minutes of brown isn't fun. But it was beautiful. Yeah, but look, look, it was beautifully made. Like the 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 the, the, the effect, the the, the yes, the, it's all beautifully done. The, everything the sandworm yeah, it, felt, like, it felt big and it felt big and it felt impotent the scale oh my god it felt like music felt was like, amazing score was amazing score yeah. for, for a hand zimmer score that me yeah um, i know i know it didn't finally didn't feel like a hand fi- yeah yeah first time hand zimmer's managed to make it's a film good, it's good, it's good. And, and like everything like the cast i like i've not been a fan of timothee chalamet ever mm. um he's great in this um like, he's really good. And and I, I said coming out of there, I don't really know why exactly, but I want to see him do Darth Hanlon. I want to see him do a Musketeers film. Yeah, oh, I think he'd be, be a great, great. I think he'd be a great I think he'd be a great Darth Hanlon, or maybe an Aramis. Even, but it also gives me hope yeah. for he's very, um, very good. He's very good. It also gives me hope for the Willy Wonka film because I'm like, I get it now. He can he can actually perform. I thought yeah. um I thought uh, Dave Batista was really good. I thought Jason Momoa was ace. It freaked me out when he shaved like, his beard off, though, because I think the it's the Momoa, first time the I've Momoa seen thing was The Momoa thing was interesting for me because, he, <coughs> I don't know ace is the right word, I really liked him in it. I, I really liked him in it. That's kind of, and, and I loved his final like sacrifice scene. That was really good. Um, and Stellar Skarsgård was amazing in it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, everyone, bro, everyone, Oscar Isaac's particularly. I mean, Oscar all, Isaac is there great. Were, there were two things. There were two things that I have to kind of slightly go. Mm, two things. Zendaya. Um, is she fourteen? Does it matter? I don't know what she is. It does matter a little bit because a little bit because he's a guy. I don't know how old Timothy Chalamet is, but um, I would peg him as keeps something. The character sub twenty. No, I think the character is meant to be like eighteen, I nineteen. Like, I thought it was like twenty-two, twenty. Anyway, whatever. But it, it looks like he's having visions of a fourteen-year-old child, which is very strange. And I mean that. I'm not. By the way, I'm not. I'm not saying there's anything creepy about it. But it's just. It is a bit strange. She looks like she's fourteen. Um, and I'm assuming she's in her early twenties for real. I'm assuming. Uh, so it's just something a bit. So a bit Paul Atreus is fifteen in the book. So actually, yeah, but he doesn't look. But he doesn't. But he no, doesn't he doesn't. Look but but. So like you can't call him fifteen. No, so you could probably get away with eighteen, and I'd probably say that she okay, yeah. would play a young eighteen. So I don't think it's that bad. She looks like she's <laughs> fourteen. She does not look like a, a anyway. Regard, look, that's a thing. It's just about me kept just flashing these visions of her, which I sort of eventually got a bit bored of. Um, but that's one thing. But for Rebecca Hall wanting to fuck her son stuff is a bit weird. I didn't get that. <laughs> 
come off it. There's no way you didn't get that. I did not get that. The scene where they're undressing next to each other, you didn't get that? No. Don't do me a favour. Come that, off it. Honestly, come off no. It. Come off it. It was absurd. There were too I many fuck, fuck there, There's no way you didn't see that. There's no way you didn't see that. Well, this is really it happens awkward. all the way, almost all, almost all the way through the movie. It's very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. But I, I, but I, I still think films. Right? I no, didn't get that very, at all. Didn't, you didn't, <laughs> neither of those things. Neither of those things take away from the fact that this no, was. No, but it's a great movie. It's a great movie. This okay. is this is the most interesting and unique film that has come out this year. It is uh, it genuinely certainly, certainly one of them. I would watch Beta Test. Yeah, but sure. in terms of kind of like, you know, big people. blockbuster films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Nothing yes. like this. Nothing no, like agree. this. And this has to be seen at the cinema, right? Don't absolutely HBO Max. Yeah, you this. must see, you must you must see it at the cinema. It's, I it's huge. The it's, scale of it is huge. Yeah. It, and it literally is huge. It is massive. And in fact, yeah. if anything, go and see it on the biggest screen in the world. Because it's like you can't see this on a too big a screen. It's phenomenal. No, I, I, I absolutely adored this film. And the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, oh my god! It just and I thought they end considering it. It had to end mid story. It ended well. And I actually looked at my watch and I was like, um, fuck! It's only got, ninety I've, minutes. I've, I've got to say, I've got to say, I think the way it cut was quite abrupt. But but fine. Like, but like, no I didn't have the, the end of Fellowship of the Ring when, like, like you um, know, it just kind of no, stops sure and they're like, I'm let's sure. just carry on I'm walking. Sure. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I think, I think, I think both was the. Listen, this... it's a minor. Quip. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. like going. That was terrible. I feel like it was a bit of an abrupt ending. June, like they just sort of like, you know. But I June still is the film I, I needed this year. Fair enough. Yeah, and I liked it a lot. My my quibbles are very minor. They're not. Like it's fucked up. Like nothing I'm saying reduced the filming score. Like for my score. Yeah. Well, look, um, Ross, where can people find out more about you? Uh, so it's at Ross Boyask on all the social things. Uh, please follow at Evo Films UK uh, for following evolutionary films. We're going to be doing a panel at the MCM Expo in Birmingham uh, next Saturday, uh, somewhere in the afternoon, I believe. Uh, to, to promote two of our movies very excited uh, and then um, uh, and then also please follow at Vengeance Film UK to follow the exploits of the, the action adventure franchise that I write and direct write and direct um, and www.fieldsquickreview.co.uk <laughs> www. for the blog that goes along with the podcast uh, look at us uh, follow us on social media at Phil uh, Quick Review Phil Quick Review so no S on that and rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We will be back at some point to carry on. Um, and soon we'll be doing our Bond special. Uh, expect us yes. shitting on Spectre quite a bit. Nothing new there. <laughs> um, Ross, uh, uh, thanks for thanks for joining me, my friend. As always, uh, speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. 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 Cheerio, tatty bye. Cheerio, tatty bye. Tatty bye. Tatty bye. Cheerio.